afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I am your host, Nicole Perry. This is Powerful Women Revealed. I do not have a guest today. Today, I will be revealing to you lots of information about diet. And, you know, we're going into a new year and we really need to um, work and address the different things in our life if we are not happy where we are actually at. So I know this subject can be kind of uncomfortable for some people. Um, If you are uncomfortable, that's a really good sign. And I really hope you stick with me um, throughout the entire show because getting uncomfortable is really the first step. And so I want to ask you, do you love your diet? Diet. Do you really love the diet you have created for yourself? I'm not talking about all these paleo or whatever, all these other diets that are out there. I'm just talking about the actual diet that you eat on a regular basis, the diet you boomerang to maybe, you know, so you go on another diet and then you, you come back to the same old, same old diet that you have created for yourself all these years. And You know, it is a new year. We have a new year ahead of us. And frankly, every single day is a new day, a new day that we are breathing life. And it's always another opportunity to um, start again, start again, start again. We got to include that forgiveness if we're, you know, had a bad day and we didn't pay attention to our diet and we let it go. That is not a failure. That is a little teeny tiny success and you got to build on those successes. So don't look at, you know, I lasted three days and oh, you know, I quit. That is not a failure. That is three successful days. Get right back up again and start again. And a lot of people ask me, you know, is it hard because I'm kind of veganish and I feed my entire family and people ask me, is this hard? Isn't it hard? Isn't it hard to cook vegetables? Isn't it hard to be vegan? Isn't it hard to come up with recipes? Like, no, isn't it hard? Doesn't it take a lot of time? Isn't it difficult? And if you have this word coming up in your vocabulary, the word hard, um, I really want to encourage you to look at that because that is a belief system that you have built strong legs underneath, right? So we all have these belief systems and whether they're positive beliefs or negative beliefs, we have these really strong foundations supporting our beliefs, right? So like, think about it. Maybe you are the person that uh, is the comedian in your family, right? Maybe you're the comedian and you know, you're the funny one and you've always been the funny one. That is a very strong belief. Now, those beliefs that support that are 
for an example, um, everybody laughs at every single joke I, I say, or um, I always have a great punchline, et cetera, et cetera. These are really strong beliefs or strong legs that are supporting that belief you have. So now let's turn that around and take that to our diet. You know, perhaps you have always been fat. Maybe you're always the fat one in the family. Maybe you were fat as a child. Maybe um, another supporting leg or foundation for a limiting belief that you're always fat is um, people have always told you that you're heavy or you're big boned or all these different things. So in order to change that belief, I am always the fat one or I've always been heavy or any of these things, we really have to create a new belief and have some strong legs and a strong foundation underneath the new belief. So um, a new belief, and even if you, so it might be difficult to go from I'm always the fat one to oh, I'm the skinniest one um, always in the restaurant or something like that. Maybe that's a huge drastic change and or a drastic remark or a drastic belief. And so you don't have any foundation for that. So uh, you need to create a foundation. And if you if it's too difficult to go from I'm always the heavy one to I am usually the skinny one in the room, if that is too drastic of a move to believe, then you start to think, you, oh, I'm starting to believe that I am getting skinnier. And, you know, I'm starting to believe. It's getting easier for me to believe. So these are like little bridges that help you get to that other point. Um, it, you know, frankly, it isn't hard for me to be vegan-ish. It, um, I love my diet. You know, it's not perfect. I still have weight to lose. I only lost about 25 pounds, but frankly, if you see some of my before and after pictures, it is a huge dramatic difference. 25 pounds is not a lot of weight to some people, and to some people, it's all they want to lose. But Frankly, you know, it, the difference really, the dramatic difference is in my skin and my energy and my vibration and my my tone and my muscle and all of the other things that come into play. So um, is it hard to be veganish and to serve my family vegetarian meals? Sometimes it's challenging, but with everything in life, you know, it takes a little bit of time to sort of, you know, reinvent that wheel, if you will. If you have an old system where you, one of your basic meals that you serve your family is like a spaghetti bolognese and you know you're not sure how to turn that into a vegetarian or a healthier option you know maybe instead of bolognese you switch it out and you start using chicken and then at a certain point maybe you swap out the chicken and you start using lentils or um, you know mushrooms and peppers and things like that so it's for me it's not hard. For me, it was challenging in the beginning and I worked through every challenge. And I want to talk about later in the show, leverage and pain and pleasure and things like that. But really, you know, for the love of my family, I want to do every single thing that I can to be the example for them. So I want to... and. 
you know, eat the the right and better foods that are healthier for my body. Let me just tell you, a Coca-Cola did not grow out of the earth. This is something that man has made, right? Man made Coca-Cola. That's not a, a green plant that emerged from the earth. It's something we created and it's something we have the ability to remove. Even baby steps. If you drink three Coca-Colas a day or, or whatever soda you want to you know, replace that with or, or drink, if you drink three a day, try to get it down to two and a half. And, you know, it's, it's like the little baby incremental steps are so huge. Like every single thing I did with my love diet was tiny little steps that I built on top of one after another after another. And really it all started with, you know, is this love on my plate? Is this love in my bowl? Is this love in my cup? You know, is it too much love? Really? I mean, water is the most easy and fundamental thing we can drink. And frankly, a lot of the people that live in these blue zone areas of the world, I think I'm saying that right. I, my husband just mentioned this to me the other day. Most of the things they drink are coffee, tea, wine, and water. And I'm not telling anyone to drink those things. I'm not a nutritionist. I am not even a physical um you know, uh, activity person, whatever this is called, a, a, um, a gym expert. I'm not any of these things. I am just a human being. I am just a mom of four children and I am just a person who kind of got fed up with the dieting industry and decided to take control of my own life and make the changes because I didn't want to go down the medication road. I've never been on medication in my life. I, I don't I, I don't even can remember to take vitamins. And so for, my vitamins are chewies. Like I, <laughs> I do the chewable things. And I really, you know, that was huge for me. That was a huge pain point for me. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the next segment that helped me to really make the better decisions. So I hope you stay with me. I know I'm doing a lot of preaching here today. Uh, someday I think I might even be a preacher. I don't know. Maybe that's in my in my wheelhouse. I don't know. But I hope you stay with us. Um, you are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Can you say that you truly love your diet? And can you say it with confidence this time next year? Nicole Perry can. And it's not because she lost about 25 pounds. Nicole loves her diet because it's easy to follow. What she eats is delicious and how she eats is completely sustainable. You can retrain your brain too, just like Nicole did. Her book, I Am On A Love Diet, is available on Amazon now, along with the companion journal. Or get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. We are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and it isn't easy, right? It it can be um, a, a challenge for some people to change their ways and and do something different, but we really have to make that decision. We have to decide if we really want to change what's going on, if we are just not going to, not another minute, 
not another hour, not another day. You really have to get to that point. And if you are at that point, then you can make the decision of what it is that you want to do. That's what happened to me. I found out I had high blood pressure and there was no way, no way I was going to go on medication. I use medication. We, my whole life, the kids, we've used it. I'll use it if I need to, but I didn't want to me, taking the medication to fix my blood pressure was putting a bandaid on it. Putting a Band-Aid on a health issue and basically not dealing with it. It was, to me, taking medication and just sort of surrendering to take the medication was really um, sweeping it under the rug. And it's just not in my wheelhouse to sweep anything under the rug. And frankly, I am a suicide attempt survivor. And one of the things that I did and attempted when I was 16, I'm 54 now, uh, was um, an overdose. And so I avoid pills like the plague, like COVID. I avoid pills like COVID. And so that was a... um, uh, really, so the the medication to me was painful, and when I attached that pain to my uh, desire and my decision, it was more than motivation. It was leverage, and we're going to talk about leverage a little bit more later. So, really, essentially, there is pain. And there is pleasure. And what we have to do, if we do sincerely want to make a change, we need to attach pleasure to the great outcome and pain to what we don't want to do anymore. So really, I didn't want to have this blood pressure problem. So I attached pain, i.e. the medication, to the issue, i.e. the blood pressure. And I'm like, oh my God, no way is that going to happen for me. How quickly can we make a change as a human being? In an instant. In an instant, we can make a change. So basically, within two weeks, I completely got my blood pressure down to 117 over 79, which is my my average and my usual, if I'm not walking in the doctor's office. Uh, that is my usual blood pressure. And so it, pretty much two and a half weeks, that's pretty much an instant. Think about it. That is pretty much an instant. I was able to change that very quickly by reading labels and I focused on one thing. I focused on the sodium. So find the one thing it is for yourself and focus on that one thing. I'm teaching my daughter how to drive right now and she's 16. I can't possibly give her the gabillions of things that could possibly happen when she drives down the street around that corner for the first time. So what do I focus on? I focus on the one thing I want her to pay attention to and that is safety. So that covers the gazillion, gabillion things, everything that can possibly happen under the sun. The one thing covers it. So really think about the one thing. Think about that one thing. Uh, So basically, I'm going off on a tangent a little bit here, but pain and pleasure. So for me, I um, have no desire to eat beef or steak. I love burgers, oh, filet mignon, I do miss that. Um, I love steak, I love hamburgers, I love, I like beef, I like ribs, I like all of those things. I actually love some of those things. However, I have associated pain with eating those things so that I can have 
the pleasure that I want, which is to live a longer, healthier life. The um, the statistics, I, I, again, I'm not a nutritionist and I, I don't have all of the um, exact uh, factamundos about all these things, but they're, everything I'm telling you is supported online and you can find it anywhere. I am reading a book right now that talks about the correlation. The book was written in 1991. It is a Tony Robbins book. It's called uh, Unleash the Giant Within or something. And uh, something about the giant. And it was written in 1991. And that was 30 years ago. And 30 years ago, here I am in chapter two or three or four, whatever it is, they're talking about the correlation between animal protein and heart disease and cancer. And so I read that and I think to myself, oh my God, this is amazing that this has been um, talked about, addressed released, revealed to the world 30 years ago in one book. The, the facts that you can find probably on WebMD and all the different places, the American Heart Association, the facts are out there that animal protein is associated with heart disease and cancer. So I'm not the brightest light bulb in the building. However, I am a very smart woman. And when I hear something that I understand that makes sense to me that is is frankly it's a fact and it's and it's out there in every way under the sun. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's that not eating meat is going to get me to the age of 118 that I do want to live." And it's not that I just want to live a long life. I want to live a really great, healthy long life. I want to walk up the stairs without holding the railing. I want to not have to use a walker or a cane. I I want to breathe every uh, up and down the steps. I want to, you know, play with grandchildren and great-grandchildren and even great-great-grandchildren. So I have all these reasons, all this pleasure that I am associated with living a long life, right? And then I've associated pain with eating the meat. Now, if you want to eat the meat, go for it. Eat the meat. I'm not telling you not to eat the meat. I'm just sharing something with you from my point of view. I It was easy for me to let it go in an instant. In an instant, I stopped eating it. And I don't care. I don't crave it. I don't need it. I don't want it. I was able to change in an instant just by learning that information. And I actually learned a little bit more from watching the documentary with Leonardo DiCaprio before the flood. That was another major change that made me stop in an instant to eat beef. Beef only I'm talking about right now. And that watching that documentary, I understood how much took the the planet to sustain one cow on the planet. And so for me, it was kind of a no-brainer. I mean, I, I was just like, okay, wow, that's easy to do, done. And then fast forward to last week, I'm sitting at a restaurant with a group of lovely smart women and there was a few women that had steak on their salad. Every single woman had a salad. I hardly ever eat salad, but I had a salad that day. And every single woman had steak on her salad. And one gal said, so what do you think, Nicole? Um, are you loving our diets? And I, I had to bite my tongue because it's, you know, it's not me to tell other people don't eat beef and don't put cream in your coffee, but I want to inform 
inform you on the things that have helped me change my life in case you want to go that route. So really, that's all I'm doing. So at that table, I really basically just said, well, the funny thing is that other what other people eat around me doesn't really affect my diet. And of course, I didn't really answer the question. I sort of tiptoed around it, but I was kind of put on the spot and I was trying to think of a nice kind thing to say without, you know, pushing veganism on everybody. And then there was a woman that kind of looked at me funny and I looked at her and I said, well, let me give you another example. And of course, I'm still not answering the question. I said, if everyone's eating pizza all around me, I do not have a desire to eat pizza. So that is just another simple story. Um, Another friend of mine has a cholesterol problem. I will not mention her name. And um, and we were at lunch and she ordered a bowl of soup, which was all dairy. And I just thought to myself, if you really want to make a change, you can't keep um, complaining about what's going on with your body if you're not willing to do what it takes. So um, there you have it, a little more preaching. Hope you stay with me. Uh, we are going to go to a quick break and I want to talk more about leverage when we come back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. You know, my book is sprinkled with a few thoughts around anxiety and depression and it's because food plays a huge part in our mental health. Now that we are emerging from COVID-19 and resuming our work lives as best we can, I decided to roll out a new campaign called Grow to Give to support the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Invest in yourself, your business, and your community at Powerful Women Rise as we grow to give together 10% of all membership dues to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Claim your business and one of our teams today by visiting PowerfulWomenRise.com and click Get Started. Everyone has a story, and Herself360 is the place to share that story. Herself360 is an online media magazine platform, a supportive place for women everywhere to connect through stories. It's a community of women with shared experiences to encompass, engage, and support one another at different places in their lives. They always welcome women to engage within their membership and participate within their non-traditional advertising. Memberships start at $25 and include monthly ads in the magazine for member of Go to Herself360.com to find out more. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. And what a befitting song to have and play. I'm balancing out a little bit of this heaviness of this discussion with the amazing Karen Carpenter. And God bless anyone out there. If you have an eating disorder, really, I encourage you to pay attention. Love yourself more. It isn't love to starve yourself. That is not love. That is not love. I have a binging eating disorder. That is not love either. But I am giving myself grace because I still do it. I'm an emotional binge eater and I still 
do it. But because I've been doing this since I was 16 years old, almost 40 years, you can't expect yourself to let that go so quickly. Sometimes it changes in an instant. Some things take a little bit longer. So give yourself that grace. Um, Here's another great example. I love bacon. And I was eating bacon throughout my Love Diet book. And I kept saying, all right, this is the last time I'm going to eat bacon. I'm not going to have bacon anymore. And my sister and my friends would be saying, oh my God, how come? How can you let go of bacon? And you know, I really wanted to. I needed to get a hold of my cholesterol. So going back to the pain and the pleasure, and this was the leverage for me. The medication was the leverage I needed to keep me motivated. Now, it took me eight or maybe a couple more times to let go of the bacon. That's not a failure. It's not a failure that I had bacon again when I said I was going to stop eating bacon. You, your body is used to eating things throughout your entire life, and you got to give yourself some grace. So I didn't fail because I, it took me eight times to quit eating bacon. I succeeded every single time was another tiny little success. So you got to give yourself some grace because our bodies crave what we feed it. We've been feeding it bacon since we were two, you know, it's going to take some of us a little bit longer to let that go. And um, and you don't want to deprive your body of something that it's been used to. So frankly, if we're going to go into the sugar route, you know, sugar puts off the same dopamine and, and hits the same nerve places in the brain as drugs do. Now, we wouldn't someone that's struggling with drugs, we wouldn't um, tell them to quit the drugs and not give them any support. No, we would support them with medical doctors and, and care and support and all kinds of different things to help them wean themselves off of a specific drug. Sugar does the same thing as drugs do to the human body. So, I don't think it's a good idea for anyone to completely eliminate sugar from your diet. I think that it's important to slowly wean yourself off. If you're used to eating a bag of cookies, cut it back down to three quarters of the bag. Like really start to slowly wean yourself off. And when you start incorporating really healthy things into your diet, those other things sort of start letting go by the wayside anyway, almost automatically. Um, So the change starts with a decision. What decision are you going to make? What what have you been wanting to do? And frankly, are you going to make that decision now? Or are you going to wait another year, another five years, another 10 years? Like, make your decisions and stick with it. You know, if you need accountability people, there's people, there's um, support groups out there. I totally support the WW um, Weight Watchers community if you need that support group. But I do believe that everyone can create their own sustainable love diet. So back to the leverage. Medication was my leverage, right? I didn't want to go on the medication and the, and having that held out there in front of me kept me focused and motivated to continue and get back up on the horse again after I ate the bacon or whatever it is. For some people, maybe the heart disease or the heart attack is your leverage because it runs in your family. Well, you can be the one that changes your trajectory of the generations in your home, in your family. And, you know, because my leverage was so strong. So you need a really strong leverage. And it's not about putting pressure on ourselves. To me, that medication wasn't pressure. That was incentive. 
That was inspiration. That was helping me to my core, to my spirit. So that wasn't um, pressure. And so I want to make sure that that's understood. Um, but really, the having that leverage helped me to stay on track. So when I did eat a piece of chicken that I didn't want to eat anymore, um, it I didn't go down the rabbit hole and completely throw everything I've done in the trash and and completely give up. Like. I, I basically con- continued to pick myself up again and be my best support person that I could possibly be. Um, really, the ego, the ego is attached to all of these different things. Oh, but the bacon is so good. You know, I've, I just love bacon and all of that. It's it's the ego that is attached to all of these things that we are uh, experiencing as humans. And so... For me, you know, um, it, changing the belief system is huge. Recognizing that this old belief is coming from this egocentric part of me that I I want to let go. I want to let go of that ego part of myself and and really truly forgive myself. Forgive myself for the um, trip ups. You know, I'm. I, I believe in God. I don't know if you're listening and you believe in God, universe, you know, your 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 dad that's no longer with us, whoever. Um, I believe that God doesn't look down on me and say, you know, for crying out loud, Nicole, um, what a jerk loser you are for, you know, eating that bacon again. That is, that is not in my eyes and in my mind. That is not what's happening. What's happening is I am being guided and supported by my higher power or whatever we want to call it. So, um, We do have to go to one more break. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about forgiveness when we come back. I hope you stay with us. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be, right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. I hope I'm inspiring you today. I'm talking all about diet and the different concepts and things that have helped me to create my own diet, stay on my own diet, um, not want to quit my own diet. Like I love my diet. I love what I eat every day. I start every day eating vegetables, which people think is weird, but it's, I frankly talk about it and say it's like having an omelet without the egg or the milk and I just saute the vegetables and I even put steel cut oats in my in my morning vegetable breakfast so I love my diet 
I love it so much that I don't want to quit my diet. And I, it's not that I haven't, you know, reached over and grabbed one of my husband's French fries when I'm gluten sensitive, really, and try to be gluten free. I have done that. And it, it's just, it's not perfect. And that's why I use vegan-ish. And, you know, um, it's not perfect. I, I grew up in New England. I still want to have some seafood. So I eat scallops, I eat clams, I eat mussels. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I've, I've had lobster once over the summer just because I wanted to, you know, try it. I mean, it's not about being perfect. Last summer, I had uh, a tuna fish sandwich wrap. It had the gluten wrap and tuna fish. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had one of those in like a year and a half. <laughs> and I think I'm going to eat it. There wasn't other things on the menu that I could have. And I thought, you know what? What the heck? And the other day I had a uh, pod thai meal and it had a little egg in it. And so what? So what? There is no vegan police. There is no uh, vegetarian police or beef police or any any police out there. Your diet can be whatever you want it to be. And anyway, so I do want to talk about forgiveness and love because it's all about progress and not perfection. And I just keep progressing and I just keep making smaller decisions and, you know, one little decision built on top of the next, on top of the next. I'm creating such an amazing foundation and it all started with sodium. Just number one on my love diet, feed myself love. Number two, reduce my sodium. And that just took a couple of weeks. So those two things. And then number three was reduce animal fat. So in the beginning, when I started my diet, I was still eating chicken and salmon and, and a few other things. And so I didn't, obviously that bacon. Uh, so I didn't, it wasn't perfect. And I just did one thing at a time. And I built on it and I didn't build the second thing or the third thing until I nailed the thing previous. Really nail it. Feel so confident that you could walk into a room and just every single person in the room is having soup and you don't really care. You love your sodium-free or mostly sodium-free diet and you just don't care. Or everyone's passing the gravy and you're like, nope, don't need the gravy. Because really, frankly, that's what I learned. I started discovering that the sodium was in all of the soups and the gravies and the sauces and the dressings. And I was like, okay, I can clean up my diet very easily by starting to remove some of these things. And some people will be listening right now saying, oh, but it tastes so good. Oh, but it's so delicious. That is where you're connecting the pleasure to something that you want to remove. And that is the important thing about this pain and pleasure and having this leverage is because you, if you're going to continue to connect pleasure with eating a Snickers bar, how are you ever going to stop eating a Snickers bar? It's not, you're not gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to do it. Like you really need to connect something painful with eating the Snickers bar. And frankly, if you have children, it's a really great leverage. Children are a really great leverage. Thinking about your children and being a good example for them and being alive for them. Our kids do not care if we lose 10 pounds or gain five. Our kids just want us to be alive and healthy. They want us to be healthy. And if we're not caring, here's a great question. If we're not caring for ourselves today, how the heck can we expect our family 
to care for us. Think about that. If I'm not going to spend the time and energy, this is really great leverage here. If I'm not going to spend the time and energy to care about my own body and my own well-being, how on earth can I expect my children to care about me when I'm 90? Think about that. That is huge. That is huge leverage. We have to take care of ourselves. You know, in our country, I'm almost running out of time. In our country, we do not revere the elderly. We do not respect the elderly. So where does that start? Where does that begin in my life? It begins with respecting myself because I want to be respected. It begins with us. It's it's not just, you know, go out and go to your um, you know, your elderly people in your family and bring them flowers and send them a card. It's really about respecting who we are and then taking it to others around us. So um, I want to say that I just think it's so important to keep coming back to center. If you did something really great for two days and then you fell off, that's not a failure. That is a mini success. Give yourself a pat on the back. Get back up again and get on that love diet, whatever you're going to create for yourself and do it again. Just keep reintroducing love. Um, I want to share that my book can be found on ilovemydiet.com. I can't even believe that that wasn't taken, which is really, really sad. ilovemydiet.com. You can find it there. It can take you over to Amazon. If you purchase the book today or probably by tomorrow, you might get it by Christmas. If you miss the Christmas cutoff, contact me I will send you a copy. I'll even sign it. Um, You can contact me through ilovemydiet.com. There should be a contact page there. If you would like a signed copy, it is $28. Same price on Amazon is for me. So I'm not, you know, doing any different pricing here. If you buy it on Amazon, it's probably $28 because it's eight for shipping. If you buy it from me, it's going to be $28. Um, So, uh, and I want to leave you with a final quote from my own book. So this is a Nicole Perry quote, and this is from chapter one. Perhaps there is an ingredient that most diets are missing, and perhaps that ingredient is love. I want to thank you so much for listening. And really, I hope you can find gratitude every single day that you are alive, you are breathing, you are doing the best you can. Give yourself a pat on the back. Um, Thank you again for listening, and thank you for joining me to help end systemic racism by educating ourselves, shifting the language inside of our homes, and caring for every fellow human being that walks this earth. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. I do have a guest. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power, and it's what you do with all this knowledge and information that matters. Thank you.